Okay, welcome to the Survivor's Writing Workshop. Hello, hello. Uh, you're here with Talia and... Jenna. Um, and yeah, we're, we're sitting with some apple cider, some cookies. It's really great. Delicious. Um, Perfect fall night. Yeah, it's real rainy. So, uh, oh my gosh, everything got wet coming here, but we're, we're here. We're ready to write. We're ready yeah. to heal. Um, so a uh, little bit, bit about me. I'm the kind of poetry side of the workshop. Um, I've done a bunch of cool things. Spoken word has taken me a lot of places, like the um, National Poetry Slam in 2018 in Chicago, um, to the Wilma Theater in Philly. I got to speak at a march to end rape culture. Done a bunch of cool stuff, and I just think it. Um, why I got into writing was to deal with trauma and to really like have a creative outlet for that and so I've been trying to share that with others and that's why we've been doing these workshops every absolutely, month absolutely. and uh Jenna does the healing aspect um oh and for the prompts we're going to be doing love and um silence yeah yeah so um what Some are we good gonna stuff yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and Jenna uh, you're going to be doing the healing exercise? Yeah, I'm going to be pulling some tarot cards tonight, which is one of my favorite forms of connecting with the deeper world around me. And um, I truly believe that the universe gives you signs and symbols and helps you go in the right direction mm-hmm. of your life. And um, I'm very excited to share that with everybody today. Yeah. Um, a little bit about me. Um, I am a survivor of domestic abuse, and it is my mission to help other people um, who are dealing with, you know, uh, the trauma of abuse or trying to escape abuse, and, you know, so, and I'm just trying to give some healing tips, you know, along the way. So Okay. Perfect. Um, So we're going to pause this to do our icebreaker with the group. Yeah. Um, And then we'll be back to start prompt one. Perfect. Okay, we're back, and we're going to do prompt number one. Um, Love has many faces. Um, So we're going to watch, I hope I'm saying this right, Ami Muhammad, no one tells you how easy it is to fall in love or how hard it is to stay there. And you're going to think about what love looks like to you. Kissing him, but the imam walks in 
dangling salvation from the tip of his prayer beads, saying things about how God speaks softly and carries a big stick as if his sermons weren't phallic enough already. Then your mom brings eternal damnation into the picture, and the temperature rises. You're not sure if it's eyes, if it's if you're not sure if it's his eyes or hell. Heaven, hell, and adolescent hormones are picking you apart in that order. You feel like a lie in that red dress, but you kiss him anyway. And for a moment, you can breathe without a ticking time bomb on your oxygen tank. You recognize the irony of a Muslim with a bomb metaphor and pray to God the CIA can't hear your thoughts. <laughs> the city, the city falls away around you. The night air feels like a summer harvest. The CIA, the imam and your mother convene in the corner. The Bible starts looking at you funny. You kiss him again and think, you kiss him again and think this must be how the Atlantic feels when she tastes the Pacific on a breath of wind. Mm. But fear clamps down on your throat. So he says it first, too soon and too quickly. You listen anyway, bite down that thing you read somewhere about how those who love first are the first to go. When he looks at you, forget everything. Spend the next eternity making up for not saying it first. Carry him the way the Nile carries Lake Victoria. Hold him the way a traveler hangs on to the North Star. Love him the way the Dead Sea loves Mount Everest. How they envelop the peaks and troughs of this planet. Let his best days sink into your worst, your worst days into his best and make home of this. Every rain, every drop of water, every body of land makes you think of him. And you're both from the desert, so you can't help but think you've spent your entire life at his mercy. When he leaves you, it doesn't stop raining. You're left drenched in the desert, something you prayed for, but with nothing to save the water. Mm. You start to wonder if the continents ever call for each other on the cold nights, or if Venus ever reaches for Saturn, or if the moon ever wants to come home. I tried to forget you sunk all your memories in the river, but the waves keep tossing them back. Mm. I want to believe that I'll see you again, but we don't live long where I'm from. Venus is weeping in my arms. The hardest part about watching you leave is that you can. Mm. Anxiety ties you to the bed. The war unpacks her things. Mm. Uh, okay. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. Um, so you're going to write a poem or free write about what love looks like to you now. It can be hopeful or about struggles, um, and it can take any form that you want it to take. The point, and, and if something else inspired you in the video, go with that, you know, whatever's getting that pen moving, just follow that instinct. Okay, we'll be back. We're gonna share um, in the group, um, and I, you should take some time to write, like 10 minutes to write, five minutes to edit, and then uh, we'll join back for prompt number two. Right. Okay. Um, prompt number two. Um, it's called Silence. It's oh my gosh, this poem is just beautiful. It really is. It's um Nora Cooper's On Silence, and pay attention to how she talks about to silence. And just oh, just this is gonna just get everything. <laughs> oh, here we go. Everybody, I'm Dennis Prager. This is not it. <laughs> this is the ad. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This is it. <laughs> a little while ago, another poet asked me for the name of my abuser. They said this was to protect their friends, so I told them. I didn't want to. I thought I had to. It's just that I have heard so much about survival, like, I should not lie. If I am going to cry wolf, I must name it. Don't be another girl making another mountain out of another molehill. I have heard so much about strength. So much about how the voice is a redemption, how to speak is to heal. 
Sometimes I feel like everyone just wants the resurrection story out of me. The parts of my survival I know how to make useful. I am so ashamed of all that which I do not say. Sometimes I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to write a poem about it. I don't want to tell my mom. I don't want anyone to look at me like I am brave or like I am a little bird with a broken wing or to look at me at all. Sometimes my heart is breaking and other times I am just tired. I have spent so much time at war with my silence. I have forgotten everything she has done for me. When I was terrified to speak, when my abuser was in the audience at a slam, when they talked to me after, when my silence met theirs, when this poet demanded a name of me, when my stomach was nothing but a mass of fear and obligation, my silence took my hand, squeezed it gently as if to say, you owe them nothing. I am here if you need me. Speak only if you want to. So to you, quiet child, who have kept everything just inside your mouth for whatever reason, I see you. Even when you say nothing, I believe you. I believe that you are scared. I believe that it hurts. I believe that it happened. I believe that you loved them. I believe that you didn't. I believe that you still do. I believe that you are confused about forgiveness and justice. Believe me, quiet child, you are doing nothing wrong. There is no right or wrong here. There is only your choice. You speak when you are ready. I promise your silence has not set a caged beast free. You did not release a monster. You survived one, trust me, quiet child. I know of a girl before me. I do not blame her silence. I do not blame her, my silence. Here's this poem. Looks at me teary-eyed and says, I say, I'm sorry, I hated you. I always thought you were the weakest part of me, the part that needed the most forgiveness, but no. You are the first one who never asked me to prove anything, the only one who believed me before I spoke and after. And now, when my silence takes my hand, I squeeze back. I say, I know. I say, thank you. And I mean it. It makes me cry every time I hear it. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah. Take a deep breath after that one. Okay. Um, so you're going to write a poem or letter about your relationship with silence. Think about if it is negative or positive or maybe both. Personify it, which means make it into a person. Um, and just whatever inspired you, you know. Just follow that instinct. Just go with it. Okay, we're going to pause it. Write for about 10 minutes if you can. Edit for five. And you know yeah. the jazz. Yeah, okay. Okay, so we got through prompt two. Um, and we're going to do the healing exercise to close us out. Close us out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I recently got into tarot um, after a few friends basically kind of introduced it to me and um, explained what it is. And what it is, is it, it's it's believing in magic. Mm. As silly as that sounds, but it truly is. It's believing that the universe is going to conspire mm. to help you, to strengthen you, to guide you. And what these tarot cards do is that they lay that out for you to let you know that you're not alone, that you're on the right path, or maybe you're not on the right path. Mm. 
and um, my favorite type of um, tarot cards are actually considered to be oracle cards. Um, what that means is that I like cards that have to deal with our ancestors and also cards that deal with our angels um, and sacred ones. And I find it to be very enlightening to know that I'm not alone. Hmm. So, with further ado, yeah. and I'm going... She, she plays music, too. Yes, know. yes. I will play some music for us, too. Yes. Um, I'm just shuffling right now, even though you can't see me. <laughs> um, it's very important to cleanse your deck before using. So, what I did was is I saged the entire deck, and I, um, I am now shuffling to make sure that anybody who previously used these cards, um, you know, their energy is no longer here. And that the present energy is with who is touching the cards. So they're pretty much shuffled now. I'm going to turn on some music. And in the meantime, I'm going to have Talia shuffle one half of the deck and to pick a card. And you said whatever sticks out. So whatever that's... sticks out. So what I mean by that um, a lot of times is, is that if a card falls or um, if when you're shuffling, it, you know, comes out of the sticks. mix or sticks, that card is meant to be for you. There's something in the universe that is conspiring for you to actually see that card and to know what that message may be. I found it. Perfect. So she found her first card. We are going to put that aside. And now she's going to shuffle the second deck and pull one card. So much fun. <laughs> it is very fun. It's like playing cards. But like for a more spiritual way. <laughs> right. I'm going to turn up the music. There it is. I found it. She found her second card. And I'm supposed to have an intention, right? That's right. So what you're going to do right now is now that you have picked your cards, I want you to personally close your eyes and to think of an intention or a question that you are asking the universe to help guide you with something. And hold that thought inside your head. Now, close your eyes gently with me as I say this prayer. Guardians of the four corners, mother of the earth, father in the sky, angel, ancestor, sacred ones, I call on you and welcome you here now. Okay, so this is where the fun part starts. We are going to flip her first card. Her first card is the Peacekeeper. Ooh. And it says, let go of the need to be right. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, so the Peacekeeper, to me, what that represents is that during different triumphs and, and difficulties in life, it's important to stay true to who you are and to not allow others to persuade you into the way that you need to think. 
I think it's very important to be very true who you are. Being a peacekeeper, book, it's not very great. So what I'm going to do is now that I'm going, I'm going to pull out the actual Oracle deck book. And what it's going to do is it's just going to give me their take on what the card means. And bear with me, it takes me a minute to find it. <laughs> the peacekeeper, choose peace and happiness over the need to be right rather than trying to power a point. Save your energy for what's important. So basically... Oh, what I'm thinking... Ooh, can I say what my intention your is? Your sister. Um, how do I find love? Oh. Yeah, since we had the love prompt, I was like, oh. So I gotta be less right. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, that's so true. When I'm dating, I'm like, oh, I need to be right in the argument. And oh. you're you're wrong, and... Sometimes it's not worth, yeah. Sometimes it's not worth the, the energy. relationship to sometimes, be right all the time. Exactly, yeah. and sometimes the fights are not worth fighting. Yeah, yeah, shoot, okay. All right, so her second card is the Air Guardian. Ooh. Shift your perception. That's a good one. Shift my perception. Shift your perception. Okay. Bear with me, I'm looking through the book. (laughs) It takes me a good second to find them, because there's like... It's a big book. It's a very big book. It's not like it's numbered. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Change the way you think, and you will change your whole reality. Ooh, so I need to switch up how I'm thinking about love? Oh, okay. What's your personal take on it? So my personal take sometimes is that changing your perception. I like the word perception a lot. The reason being is because it makes you stop and think about how do you view things, being from the outside in. And sometimes what I do is when I start a new relationship or I'm trying to figure something out, I try to put my perception out of the relationship and allow it to be more of like a third party. And just feel it. And just feel what I'm feeling. And a lot of times that will guide you in the right direction. It'll allow you to know if the feelings are really worth the fight or if they not. And I feel like that all has to do with being very cautious as to where or how you look into things. So, yeah. Okay. So, that's it. Thanks, Jenna. You're welcome. That was cool. That was cool. Thank you. you get a little, little sneak peek into my life. Okay. That's right. <laughs> Okay, so thank you for listening, um, and we will be on the third Wednesday of next month. Um, we're going to probably actually try to do another podcast with um, me and Jenna, just kind of discussing some of the stuff that comes up, you know, and all the conversations Definitely. that we have. Um, so keep listening, and thank and you. And we would love to have some of your feedback also um, yeah. on our podcasts. Like, what material are you guys really looking for? Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, if you guys think that we would you know, if it would be beneficial if we have more open discussion type of conversations on this podcast yeah. also. Maybe we could start sharing our work if Definitely. you want to hear some of what we're writing. Definitely. You know? And also our story. Yeah. You know, I want you all to know that you're not alone. You're in this fight with a whole pack of people behind you. Yeah. So 
And something powerful happens when we come together and support each other. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And I'm proud of you for getting through this. We were just discussing, like, part of, like, um, we're trying to work on our attendance and get bigger groups, but it's, like, it's hard to face this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. It's hard to be, like, okay, I know I'm going to go there and it's a, it's a survivor, you know? We're going to talk about the trauma. We're going to some wounds some, that I really yeah. sometimes don't want to open, and I, I feel like sometimes that can scare people away. Yeah, so we're proud of you for, for listening and trying to do the work. You know, it is work. Absolutely. Um, it's a full-time job. I truly believe that healing mm-hmm. and, and overcoming horrible things in life is a full-time job. So just know that we're proud of you, and we really hope you keep showing up. Yeah, so thank you. Okay.